Portions of our broadcast day made possible by Internet media providers, makers of Patriot. With Patriot, every news channel in the world is at your fingertips. The Patriot. For more information, look for the link to Internet media providers on this website or app, or visit us directly at www.internetmediaproviders.com. Welcome to the Biblical Editorial Review. Here we will discuss the contrast between two worldviews, one being biblical and the other being worldly. How does a follower of Christ distinguish between the two? And now here's your host, Cleveland Rhodes. Hello, and welcome to the Biblical Editorial Review. I'm your host, Cleveland Rhodes. And I want to thank each and every one of you to be part of this wonderful media experience. Thank you so much, everyone, for your prayers as a trying time was going in my life. Um, a lot of things is happening. You no know, couple people that we know pass away in two weeks increments. And well, you know, it was a very, very trying time, even for me, my family and others, especially here at the Resident Christian Radio Network. Um. And, you know, one of the biggest things that really came to Farisha was to get to know another brother, which we'll be talking about on the Spotlights of Resilient Christians this coming week. And um, it's really, really remarkable to meet this man, God. And sadly say he is gone, but he is not gone by leaving a mark what God has made. So I... Uh, want to say that but also my close friend childhood friend God I mean my, my we call him he was my brother um God I know for years you know he became my brother I've been knowing him over 20 some years passed away found him and, and it, it was really really heartbreaking to realize that no, you've been knowing him for so long. Now he's gone. However, he's in a better place. He's a he was a Christian. He was a, a bona fide believer. And when they went into his place, when he was cleaning up, they found all kinds of Christian material that he was studying. He left a legacy. He left a legacy that he was astute to the word God. And. One of the things I noticed about him with his life reflects that he always referred to God's word. Not before, but be, no, as he started to learn more of God's word. But when he did it, it was become more fresh and new to a lot of people. And that's really what you need to do. Leave a legacy. These two men I'm talking about left legacies. But we'll talk more about that later on the Resilient uh, Christian broadcast. But tonight's broadcast is a very, very, I won't even call it difficult to really talk about it, but because it's really something that needs to be talked about. And what is really the fulcrum of all this is that you have a country going crazy. Now, personally, this is no surprise to me 
because I'm looking at how people are. This is how the people of the world were going to react to things. They're going to react to things that they feel like they need to react to in order to justify their feelings instead of, of being logical about everything. That's the world. And even with some logic, you got to understand what kind of logic are you embracing? Are you are you doing biblical or are you doing worldly? On the biblical editorial review, we talk about worldviews a lot. And this is the thing that's really kind of the concept that people are not thinking. Now, we are doing a series of all of this mess. And I'm going to tell you why this series is very important. Well, one thing, I started to start the series as a non-believer in 2005, 2006, this particular series. But see, I wasn't a believer, so I couldn't really embrace God in this. So it wasn't really um, something that is very, very important at the time. It was me ranting at the time. But now, as a true bona fide believer and in the word, study God's word and understand his will to do his word. The concept of this is very, very important. Now, I will tell you something before you get angry with me. It's a lot of things about the broadcast tonight that is really where a lot of people claim to be of God are doing that is not biblical now i'm not here to judge i'm not here to try to make people feel a certain way because some people are doing that people in, in raw feelings which is really no surprise but here's the feelings they are really experiencing it's their heart issue because think about all this going on right now with the rioting, the looting, the um, the violence that's going on, the shooting. All this here is a result of the heart issue. And it's really kind of funny because the way that this thing is going in our society today is really something that people don't really take a blunt approach about because they what they do they try to alleviate their feelings instead of actually listen to God well see I'm not expecting the world to do that because the world is going to do where they natural bent but believers are supposed to be washed by the blood of Jesus supposed to be regenerated and become born again Supposed to be walking in the words of our Lord Jesus to do these things. That is biblical sound. But what happened? What happened to your feelings? You know, all the information will happen to this man. I'm not going to even get him the name. Because if I do, now you say he propagating him. No. Because what is going on is that... We don't know the, all the evidence. I'm going by, you no, know, I'm going by what I seen and read before the policeman put his neck on him. 
Now, a lot of people say it's murder. It was murder. It's murder. It's dead. Well, yes, it is murder. You have murdered a human being. You did. However, it's something that provoked that. A lot of people think that is because this guy hatred towards him. But if he did, how come we look at reports after report after report shows that he knows the guy? Second of all, the altercation came when he was in the vehicle. When, when he got, you know, a lot of people said, well, he didn't do anything on that vehicle uh, of that video we saw before this stuff happened. You forgot what would happen in the store. See, a lot of, a lot of people forget what happened in the store. A lot of people forgot what happened when he was in his vehicle. A lot of people forgot what happened when all this stuff was going on. In order to really justify the, why this was happening. Now, I'm not saying uh, what that officer did was justifiable. Okay? Knowing police officers for years and being myself, you got to be very, very careful how you neutralize the threat yes plain simple that that threat was neutralized by handcuffs then here's the thing about it. why would someone want to take the whole thing and the police officer just sit there and kept kept his knee obviously something before the recording happened it's 15 13 to 15 minutes of recording that is uncountable. You had another person that was in the same vehicle with this guy. How could they didn't do that to him if there was so racial issues going on here? That's another thing people need to see. And here's the real uh, uh, whole thing. If if the guy who did all of this that everybody is doing in the name of. If it was a racial thing, then why did a Pakistani American call the cops because of an ordinance that the, that the Treasury Department has gave to the whole city? Of Minneapolis about counterfeit money being circulated in businesses. Gave to the city council of Minneapolis, then the mayor's office, everything. They did an ordinance. They did a a ordinance. It is a city council ordinance they did and sent out to all businesses in the area to let them know. About counterfeit money is being circulated through their businesses. If you see this, you need to report this to us. That's exactly what happened. If you read the ordinance, it's on their website. They're not going to take that down because it's been justifiable a law in the city. It's an ordinance. So you really go to their website. I'm not going to even tell you where to find it. You you Google this. And it will tell you what happened. Okay. So. You go in. This Pakistani American. Called. The police. Because. Obviously. This guy. 
and the Pakistani American business owner was having an altercation in his store. The Pakistani American business owner store that was having this altercation. Now, if the man was innocent, he would say, I didn't know this is a fake money. Let me give you a real money. How much does this cost? And gave him the money. Then when the police did come, he would act orderly. If he was so innocent how the media spend this, he would act orderly in this whole matter. But he didn't. So they make it to be like he's innocent. They make it to look like that he has done nothing wrong. I mean, the man have a past. I'm not going to even explain that. I was reading a little bit of this research. You know, something that people are not doing. Because this is what goes into the point of this broadcast and this series. I'm about to explain what it is in a few minutes. But the whole thing was very, very, very unfortunate to him if but back to the point is that if this is really what's going on if he was doing all these things rightfully he will have done this in the name of what he claimed to be because even some reports showed that he was a christian now this is where i get really 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 uh, 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 precarious with this because this is we got to look at this whole thing in the scope of logic and actually pray to God to say show me the truth Lord on these matters here and why people are, are using these things to prove something that they said this is racism so God show me some things it's some people on Facebook right now are saying this man was a man of God I am sitting here like, okay, man, let me check. If he will, okay, he had passed. Did he repent? Okay, we showed that he was in Houston, um, was under a ministry in Houston. When I look at the ministry up, it was a man's ministry that was supposed to help people. He was a homeless guy in Houston, Texas. But also before then, he used to do porn. Then he used to do other stuff. But see, here's the thing. He went back to his home place of Minneapolis. Came to find out a little bit more detail. He was doing all kinds of wrong. He had some warrants and things like that. And had a, arrested a, a, a criminal record. Now, this is all the stuff I just said just before he came back to Minneapolis. Now, I want to go a little bit more deeper here because I want to get you some generalizations of what's going on here. Now, if, let's go back to the part of him saying he, that he's a man of God, he was a Christian. And he don't want younger people to kill one another. Alright, if that did happen, if he did repent of the sins of his past, I'm not going to bring those sins up about him be, used to be a porn star. My people want to do that. That's the devil. If he did, if he were not doing that no more and he will try to live his life right with God, that's understandable. I get that. But the after, your fruit have to show what you are doing. Now, it was a video that he was cussing. 
It was a video. He was saying some stuff. And you name it. And it was. <laughs> he was not joking. People say. Oh it's very profound. He was a man. That was trying to get these young people right. If he were. Why did you have. Did what you did. With your actions. Was on the carpet. All these here. Re result to his actions. So his actions of reacting to what he had done, it looks to me he was guilty of it. So if this ordinance was coming out in Minneapolis, that showing that this these counterfeit money checks, whatever is going around, you call us, the police department, you call the police so we could go ahead and put these people in jail. Now, a lot of people will say, that's, that's okay, that's fine. But um, see, you got to look at here. If he said he is a Christian, if he said, if, if these things that people are saying that he is a man of God, prove it. Okay? Prove this. Here he is. Here's the proof on all of this. This is what make a lot of people mad. And I'm going to talk about why I am doing 30 days uh, you know, mute to people because they, 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 people are emotional, especially on Facebook. But let's continue on here. And they probably doing that to me too because they say, "Oh, Cleveland, he's just losing his mind. He keep doing all of this here. He's he's muting me for thirty days. I need to mute his butt. You know, they will say that, or they go use another language. <laughs> I know people. Okay." But it's this here, the message is going forward. And God is showing that um, no, none of the people are, these people are too emotionally wrapped into this thing. You know, if I were of the world, I would be doing exactly the same thing. And my family would too because they are looking at my reactions to all this. But see, you got to come into the place with God. And pray and say, Lord, show me what is going on here because I'm I'm totally lost. And God does do exactly what you pray for if you literally take yourself out of the equation. And He showed me. And He showed me it's people who are lost in the fog. They are lost in their own hatred. And so it, it is. It's literally hatred. Because that's what it spurs in. But back to this Floyd. Of the, I'm, I'm not supposed to say his name. But this guy. Who said he is a Christian. That was, got killed. If this is true. That he is a believer. Then why he's react, reacting to the fact. Of Getting things that is known for a fact would cause a problem. If he probably did not know the ordinance has lived, probably half the people in Minneapolis didn't know the ordinance has come. Only the store store owners do. And when the store owner saw this fake money, fake checks, whatever, he called the proper authorities because this guy was breaking the law. Then when he was breaking the law. The authorities trying to talk some sense to this guy. Now, this guy was about to leave until they stop. Now, now remember, he had another person in the vehicle with him. 
A lot of people miss that point. And this person has to be black. Now, I don't want you to look at this whole thing here. The person who was doing the video uh, a recording of, of the man who's getting killed was black. A black female. The man who was in the passenger side with the man that was getting killed had to be black. Then you got all these all these black folks around all this stuff. If this man was calling out that he cannot breathe. Why is these black people say anything to the police officers that was looking directly at the person who's doing the video recording? You see? And I'm I'm going to go into this here of why this is not racism. If this is going on, all these black folks, you the kick here's the kicker. And you're gonna be mad with me with this one. His partner is Asian. Now a lot of people want to say, well, he, the, the the partner's Asian because he the, the guy that did this is married to an Asian woman. So now you try, <laughs> you see, there you go again. Your hatred coming out. And people all over Facebook, Twitter, and, and Instagram are really badgering a lie. They make it this lie to a truth. This is exactly what the word God explains about that people in these days, last days, will will try to change things that are not of God to the things of God or the things that are good to make it be evil and things that are evil to be good. That's exactly what's going on now. And you're trying to fill a void on certain things that it doesn't make any sense. And that's why you have this thing happening. So come to find out, it's a little bit more to the story that people don't understand here. And this report was had to be reported by the police office. The police officer who did this and did the arrest the officer. Now remember, it's four guys. And here's the thing. is another person that is a minority in this, as they call minority, another black guy. So you got two Caucasians. One of them was not even around, but he was right there. They said they watched him. No, they was trying to tend to the fact that they mess up. Yeah, they did that. But you got these people, this this guy, the police officer, they have his neck on the man's, uh, have his knee on the man's neck. Okay. Saul. So, the person was recording him. Now I'm bringing some logic in with biblical truth here. Let me. This is. I want you to think about this for a second. If this was really about racism uh, or injustice per se, then that guy have. It would be easier to shoot the person, kill the wrong spot. And killed his person in the vehicle too. I mean come on. I mean I want you to be realistic. If It, it would be easier to do that. Now I know a lot of people will get mad at me saying this. But common sense would tell you. It would be quick and easy. And move out. It would. You 
see, and I don't think there will be any recording with this. Why was it the recording so significant? Well, because we are in election season. And I'm going to put a timeline of all of the stupidity in front of you so you can see what's really going on. So what is the name of this series, Cleveland, that you are so much want to talk about for people to really get in tune? Now, a lot of people will hate you for this, Cleveland. They go, uh, people going to say that you are completely out of touch with the reality, Cleveland. Yes, Cleveland, you are a fool. You sound like one of these white folks here. And uh, all these yada, yada, yada. They're going to say these things. They're going to call me a coon. They're going to call me Uncle Tom. They're going to say I'm a race bear. They're going to say everything about me. They're gonna even going to say that you are a heretic. You say that you are stupid to believe. say these things. They're going to say all these things about me. Which, you know, my family... Has already put through. Went through so much already. Why this matter. Right now. And I know why. Because everything that's going on with people. They don't want to hear that truth. They don't want to hear. The facts and the truth. They want to hear their own truth. And forget the facts. And trying to. Give you selective facts. For them to really get you to see something that they want you to believe, but not totally get the the full picture. That sounds like the devil to me. That sounds like how Satan did with Eve in the garden. That's how the devil did when he was trying to tempt our Lord Savior Jesus. He tried to give you a picture of something that you know for a fact is not true or not. That's exactly what he's doing. But this is how this stuff escalates to this stupidity. Now everything starts start to become stupid. Not ignorant, stupid. And here he is. Now the name of the series is called The Stupidity Among the Heathens. That's right. It is stupidity among them. And you got so many uh, uh, biblical, supposed to be biblical, God-fearing Christians, blood-bought Christians, among this this heathens, among the heathens who being stupid with them, they are acting exactly the same way, and not only they act the same way, but they have the mitigate gall to believe what they are doing. It's worth the time to do it. Now. Anybody in that right of mind will say, wait a minute, how in the world will you can say that this here is biblical? You know, all this stuff happening. Well, we can't because everything that God is bringing out, he's showing, he's revealing who these who people are. Sorry about that. But they are. I mean, they, God is really revealing people who they are. But a lot of people don't want to accept that. They want you to feel the pain with them. What, what pain? I mean, the only pain you should be feeling is the people doing some stupid stuff here. Which I'm about to explain in a few minutes. Now, go back to this incident here. Now, 
common sense will let you know if all this was escalate if the person was so innocent he would took the commands of the police and went along with it now they said some stuff will happen from the washington post now here's a day about washington post you miss washington post will edit video and try to make it look like this happened they got the technology a lot of these news circle news outlets do have technology to edit video to make it appear to be something that's not true because they did it with many 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 cases with a lot of stuff and a lot of these things that are happening are really not true prove fact that the fact that the fact when they are wrong they doing evil they don't want to face that fact they want people to say no this is what the real thing is really well here's the truth and when you see the whole video, this has happened on CNN. This has happened on different other places. Uh, I mean, different outlets. They tried to get a narrative to make people feel a certain way because they're now they control it. So the stupidity of all this is that you got people, pastors and, uh, and, and Christians in the black community. Uh, in an uproar of, of not true, they did not say. And it's so funny. The one is so so ironic. After all this happened to this man, they still did not say nothing until a few days later. But here's the thing with the with the media. The media brought this out. They brought this video out, and it did not start with the. With the big media like CNN, MSNBC, Fox, whatever. It started in the local area. Oh man. This is how bad it is. So this is how they operate. So we're going to go ahead and start something here. Because we need to gain ground. Because a lot of people don't take us seriously now. Why they don't take you seriously? Because you guys are liars. I digress. So now they took that same media and made it viral. They made it viral. YouTube did not make it viral. Facebook did not make it viral. Twitter did not make it viral. They made it viral. They used Twitter. They used Facebook. They used Instagram. They used TikTok, Snapchat, you name it. They use all of these places to make this video viral. And when it went viral, that's when Negroes act a food. Where they start to act a food, they start to become that. And people share, 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 share this video. Then now they talk about this man's arm and everything else. Well, like I just said before, the man had a weapon in his vehicle. Second of all, he had, it was it was based on, on, on why he got a friend that is coming out and saying that this guy was acting a fool with the police. You didn't hear that report. You're not going to hear it through the media. Neither, especially not the local media. Then they went to, the here's the media went. They did not record nothing. No video, no audio with the uh, the uh, the uh, Pakistani American business owner of what really happened. 
They just got details of him feeling remorseful that he should never call the cops. Well, if he didn't call the cops, he wouldn't be in violation of a ordinance that was in his city. Then, if 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 push comes some, he will lose profit because think about it. What if this man who had the fake money was going to tell other people who are doing the wrong? Let's just assume this. I'm not saying it did or this is what he's trying to do. Let's assume that he did all this. Right? Went in and told the people who did the counterfeit money. Yo, we got a place here. We could go and put all this money in and let circulate. That's money laundering. Then after they did all that bad money. Counterfeit money, everything else going through this man's establishment, he would lose his business license when they find out what's going on. So this is the logic that people miss. He did what's right, but he turned on backtrack and apologized for not calling the police. That is fake news because the real truth is he this man will lose everything. And he will lose all of his life expenses over something that is not true all right now i want you to think about something here that's very very important with this now we talk about this man now even right now i'm getting many 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 reports of this thing going on with these rioting and stuff like that now let's do this here in a nutshell that will make a whole lot of sense here now after all that happening we already talk about this business owner he did what he had to do to do what was right and he called in a crime that could possibly a crime that was happening but now he backtracked that. Remember, I just talked about that. He backtracked this whole thing. So why the backtracking? Well, because like I said, it's fake news. And when you have something that's fake, that try to get people to see that this business owner is being sympathetic to what he had done, that's the thing is not true. So what we need to do about that? Let's go ahead and go through the rest of the story here. The rest of the story. Now, in order for that to happen, the guy did this crime. Right? Did this crime. Did altercation with the police. He had to. If the police just did him wrong and jumping wrong, I think that... It will send a, a a powerful message before he died. Because remember what happened to Rodney King now. Now Rodney King was up to no good. And he did all his stuff everything else. Right? But he got away from it because of the police department record. And what was going on in Los Angeles. It was crazy. But the police department, the policeman did got off and that started the LA riots. You see? Did the people say, but this is he did it to the unarmed man and you see how it was beating him, everything else. But think about it. Did Rodney King resist arrest? According to the record, yes he was. But see the rest of the story 
was that that photographer and that person, that cameraman, was was showing Rodney King getting beat up by police. They didn't show the rest of the story. See, a lot of people don't want to hear the rest of the story on anything because it's so hyper-focused on their truth instead of the truth. So what is the truth? Well, we come to find out this man, everything else, then, we, then it was an autopsy came out. Now, we, all this happened. Yes, the police officer did was wrong. It's called excessive force. He did excessively force the death of this man in his own hands. Now, he had to face the consequences of that, his actions. That is true. That is a true statement. He did assess it. But the other three officers that was involved in this thing should never got a, a fire for this. And this is my opinion why. Because they said he, they were sitting there doing nothing. Well, according to that reasoning, who was the leading officer? That guy who got his knee on this man's neck. He was the leading officer, according to record. Oh, y'all ain't y'all ain't think about that. He was the leading officer. Okay? He was a leading officer. And you know a lot of people are conspiracy theory this whole thing with this officer now. They're going all the way to find out what's what what's going on with him. But you know his wife did exactly the same thing and but they they, they got off everything else. She wrote checks and stuff, but see remember the ordinance wasn't even in effect then. Oh, y'all forgot about that. We forgot about the ordinance. This uh, ordinance was in effect when the Treasury Department called and contact the city, the uh, the city of Minnesota. I mean, not Minnesota, Minneapolis. The mayor had a meeting with the city council. See, people not thinking of these terms here. So when you got all that going on, this happened recently, not when this incident happened with the officer wife. You see, now this is conspiracy theory. You see what I'm talking about, how stupid this stuff is getting? So now we are in now. Let's go fast forward to the part of his autopsy. When they find out that it was not. Repeat was not because of this neck that he put his knee on his neck. It was because this guy had heart issues. He had all these things going on with him. So it's a um, asphyxiation. It was not homicide. So what happened was the mayor and all the Black leaders now start coming out. They said we're going to fire this guy. Everything else. Blah, blah, blah. Farsay, farsay. They coming out with woodwork. Appeasing. These people. Well that was not good enough. It took them a few days. They have a. A um, personal autopsy. Or let's say a, a person. Or, of a. a, of a no. It was a personal. I, think, I can't remember what it is. It's a. Um, different autopsy that is personal to the family and the people who wants to know more about it. They changed it up to saying that it was 
the trachea was snapped. The guy could not breathe. Now we change it to homicide. See how the thing just escalated that fast. And for what reason? You escalating issues that doesn't even make any sense. You escalate things that has no meaning whatsoever. You are escalating things that um, you guys are very, very upset about for what reason. Now, like I said before, you're going to put me on a third day uh, mute. You're going to mute my post. You will mute everything I'm about to say. I know you guys because you don't want to hear this. I'm going to tell you, what, you don't want to hear what is true because your whole heart is not with the truth on what is before you. Your whole thing is that I want to be right and you are wrong. That's exactly what's going on here. You are wrong. You are evil Cleveland. This here, this man was unarmed, and you don't, you can't even see that. Yeah, he was unarmed on the ground because they neutralized the threat. And I did say that the officer did assess the force to make the to, to, to get this man to uh, that die in this man's hands, other words. But you still not satisfied. Why? Because you want blood. And I'm not talking about the heathens. I'm talking about people who said they didn't buy Christ is talking this way. I give you a perfect example of this. Because, um, I mean, let's go, let's go to the writing and the, uh, everything else. I want to go into this for a, uh, a reason of this. Because I'm about to break some stuff down. Y'all don't like, look like what I'm about to say with this. But I'm going to say it and I'm going to be real honest with you all on this. Okay, this is the truth. If this is really about the man who died, then why are we having riots, looting, and violence? Do you know that so many people has died? It was a officer recently. In St. Louis, Missouri, got killed because somebody wants the televisions. Do you know in in Minneapolis they burned a new building down? They burned out all the zone in that neighborhood. They went down on Target and loot that place. They did all these craziness, and you got people in the body of Christ said it's okay. It's okay because they are angry, and they need some answers. Answers to what? As, what is the answers? Okay. Now, what are the answers here? I mean, and, 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 and here's the thing about it. Nobody can even give the answers. And you have this guy named who is Attorney General. Keith Ellison, who is a pro-black nationalist, who is um, 
all this other stuff is going on. This is this this proves how corrupt it is in Minnesota. Minneapolis now they are you know he 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 went so far for second degree murder because it was upgrade to manslaughter now it's up to second degree murder because he wants blood. He said, I can't, you know, he's, he's in here. He said, we expect all the police officers to be arrested before we have a memorial here in Minneapolis tomorrow. Because we cannot have two justice systems in America, one black America and one for white, we must have equal justice for you, for the United States of America. That's exactly what he said. Now, why blood we want blood but see this guy is an antarcticus i mean he he does stuff like that but this but here's a pastors it's two pastors of mega churches in minneapolis saying that we are in uh, uh in agreement with the attorney general keith keith ellison now, remember, Key Evans don't believe in God and all that, but these pastors who supposedly believe in Jesus Christ are saying these things. Hmm. Wonder why. According to this report here, they said, because we feel like as black leaders of our community and our church and our congregation, we want to really make a statement that um, Attorney General Keith Ellison will do the fullest up to the law to make sure that these officers will be put to jail forever or get um get the uh death penalty for the ashes of a unarmed black man now the looting is going on here you're going and burn in your own places to stay where you live at and everything else you want to do all this right and you want to prove that this is going on here. Now, it's this is really, 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 really bad to the point on how this stuff is escalating. Now, I'm going to throw some things here that really going to send people into a mad, angry personification. Now... I'm looking at all of this going on here. And I'm going to let you guys listen to some of this here. Because like I said, um y'all guys are getting crazy. Y'all going y'all going crazy here. Now, a lot of people have been tagging me, tagging me, tagging me, and putting me, they've been contacting me when I was going through a lot. They've been doing all of this stuff going on here. Right? They're doing all of this for what? You see, um, and we're going to go into different, uh, uh, stuff here to really justify the stuff that needs to be said um now i'm gonna tell you the timeline of all this because you need to understand something with this timeline in this timeline i'm gonna break this down 
into so many points here. Now, before all this was going on, they, the media, and I'm saying this because this is how stupid this thing is. The media try to find all kinds of ways to destroy our president. So now we find out the Russian collusion didn't work. We find out about him being racist the first time didn't work. Then come to find out, well, him, him, he not like women. They did the work. Um, then they try to find ways to impeach him. That didn't work. <laughs> then they try to find, okay, now we need to go back into what he is as a racist. They didn't work. So the media said we need to throw all of this stuff into the, this is how the devil works they try to find all they can to try to destroy what we try to uh, uh, do my friends I'm gonna give you an example here and this is really really profound a lot of the people that is for President Trump that are black Joe Biden have gave them a message for that and, you know, it's really kind of profound because this message is really telling like it is. I mean, um, he, 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 he just said, well, you, you, you are not black enough. If you don't vote for him. Now, I bet tonight's times 10 is gone on YouTube and places like that. Because, I mean, come on. How are you going to go on and say that statement and not get challenged by it? Yeah, he, he did it. He did it literally. And even from that standpoint, he know that he did it. He, you know, a lot of people say, you know, a lot of people try to make excuses for, uh, of Joe Biden saying, oh, he, he, he did not. No, he did not uh, mean what he mean or say what he say. Yeah, right. This is came from a man who be doing politics for over over four years. No, and you got all this um stuff here is going on and on and on there because and, and you wonder why. And you see how messed up this stuff is and then you keep on going on and on. You even got hot people in Hollywood being stupid talking about we're going to bail out the rioters. You got so many people who are Caucasian trying to appease. Um, no, uh, you know, all this other stuff going on. I mean, it's really, really sickens me. It's, it's not to sickens me, but you got people who are. 
know who are who believe in this mess are really trying to um no, really try to get into all kinds of messes going on with it. I mean, it just it becomes more and more crazy. And you got people believe this. Now, I'm going to give you this video. No. And I'm going to show you. Because uh, this is how, you know, this is, this is, this Biden is trying to find a way to appease us. We're going to bail you guys out. We're going to bail you guys out because we want to make sure of the fact that, um, you guys are, you know, we want to get you guys in, um, safety. We want you guys to vote for us since we're going to bail you guys out. Now, we're going to bail you out, guys out. And here's the thing about it. I'm going to talk about how the media is doing. This is the timeline I'm giving you because, see, you need to understand the timeline of all this. And this timeline is very, 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 very critical. And this day, the media knew this thing happening. Right, they knew this thing was going on, and they knew for a fact that he made this statement, and that's why they can't. They, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. So what they did was when Joe Biden made that statement, which I'm gonna get to you in a few minutes here. He made that statement directly to people who did not vote, who who not voting for a Democrat, nor try to vote for him. Right. So what he did was that he made a statement. Directly from. No, I mean, this statement is really crazy because, I mean, it proves everything that, okay, you guys are, are no, you guys are in, you know, in jeopardy here. And he, and the, and the kicker is that he literally are, no, he's, he, he, he lost a black vote. So what they had to do. They try to find ways to try to clean this mess up and try to clean up so much that he knows that he's in trouble. And even with that, he knows that not only he's in trouble, he knows the fact, no, he knows that he, he, he lost the black vote. And here he is, right here. We're gonna pull it up right in a second, because this proves that this man, this is his heart here. This is his man's heart, and here he is, right here. I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black, I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black, I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, 
and you ain't black. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Okay, okay. Now, that's one part of the story. When he made that statement, this is this that, that's 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 not the one part. That's the second part. First, you know, they could try to do whatever they can. Now, this is supposed to be the the, the presumptuous, uh, presumptuous, uh, uh, Democrat. Uh, 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 um, one that's going to be be running for president says this statement. If you have a problem figuring out whether you are for me or Trump, you ain't black. There's a lot of people did not like that statement. Matter of fact, it is so profound. It's so people went so far and voice their opinions about it. Here he is. Swing low. Oh, please, Master Biden. Swing Us poor colored folks going to do just what you say. You don't have to worry about us colors running off of your plantation. We gonna be obedient doctors, just like you want us to be, Massa. If you says vote this away, Massa, we sure ain't gonna vote that away. Cause we does just what you want us to do, Massa. And you knows we got to do what you want us to do. Listen, you moldy old senile son of a witch. We're not slaves on your plantation. We are free men. Biden, screw you. Man, I think that that's really makes the whole difference about what's going on here. Uh, we're not done yet. Um... And here's some more stories that's, that's escalating. Because, see, a lot of people don't want to hear what is really going on here. Because, like I say, I got some more people that really put the hammer down on what's going on here. Well, I will talk about that a little bit later. There's a lot of people don't like this. And now we got blacks say, wait a minute. He lost about, I'm going to tell you this report. I got it right here. And you could go to uh, LifeZet.com and get this information. According to here that Biden, since he made that statement, of course, he got the person named, I forgot her name, Sanders, a black lady who is running for, who's running in, who's running his campaign. I'm sorry. Remember, she made a statement because she was with, um, by uh, not Biden, but uh, with Bernie Sanders, uh, she made a statement and she said this that he was joking, as a lot of other people were saying exactly the same thing that he was joking. He was joking. Yeah, this man, he was just playing. He was on there. Everything else. Yeah, right. Now, that right there is really, really the bottom line here. So. We escalate all the way to the part they had to find something. First, you know, it was, remember the jogger? Now, the jogger issue was really, really crazy because come to find out that, now, you see, that story is dying out. Come to find out that these men, these men was doing their citizen duty under the police 
uh, jurisdiction, and they were policemen. One was a former one, and, a, and his son is. And under that jurisdiction, they said that this man was coming out of the house. He was running like he was about to steal something. And then come to find out the, the man, Adri, <laughs> was trying to fight these guys. Because his, his cameras show that. So that case is gone. So they can't blame Trump for that. Trying to put it as Trump supporters. So Biden made that statement. That crazy statement. So they, according to this report, reading right now, that he lost 42% of the blacks because of that statement. That statement, he lost 42%. So the media had to figure out something. And what did they do? Where we at right now with these rioting, with riots, with these um, protesting, quote, unquote, protesting, um, all these people from Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all these people now are trying to say, you know, I can't breathe. Same thing that he was talking about when uh, Eric Garner in New York, with Eric Garner was breaking the law, selling cigarettes. Now, I want you to think about this for another second here. Um, all these things has happened to these people happening in major cities that's run by Democrats. Now, here's a report here. So the major cities and it's more that was run by Democrat. Minneapolis, Democrat mayor, Cincinnati, Democrat mayor, Atlanta, Democrat mayor, Columbus, Democrat mayor, Oakland, Democrat mayor. San Jose, Democrat Mayor, Seattle, Democrat Mayor, Denver, Democrat Mayor, New York City, Democrat Mayor, Washington, D.C., Democrat Mayor, Los Angeles, Democrat Mayor, Phoenix, Arizona, Democrat Mayor, Dallas, uh, Democrat Mayor, Memphis, Tennessee, Democrat Mayor. All major cities in America is run by Democrats. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. Like I said, Philadelphia, Chicago, Indianapolis, all of these major cities, Little Rock, Arkansas, Houston, Texas, San Antonio, Texas, Austin, Texas, all these major cities, Tucson, Arizona, Oakland. I could go down on, 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 on. I could, it's a, all the major cities in America, major cities is run by Democrats. Kansas City, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri, Democrat. And you wonder why it's a Democrat stronghold around him. Let me give you a backstory when I went through last weekend. Um, of course, you know I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Originally, I'm from West Memphis, Arkansas. But I went to school out there because my grandmother did rescue me from in Memphis at the time. And you know, it's a long story with that. Um but I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. I did um live in Memphis for a while. Then you know, yeah, I'm from Memphis. You know, now to say all that I did with the high school in West Memphis High School uh, in West Memphis High. They changed it to Academies of West Memphis. I, I digress. But anyway, 
Crittenden County, West Memphis, Arkansas, Marion, and all that area in that cuff of Crittenden County is Democrat stronghold. If you go to West Memphis, Arkansas, you can see how West Memphis, Arkansas is like a dead city, a dead town, or like I said, a ghost town. It's nothing there. I mean, it's still stuff there, but it's nothing really going on there. It's never have, have any life in there for a long time. Before COVID-19, it was exactly the same thing that it looked like now. But who runs that town is a Democrat mayor. And I went to school with this guy. I digress. But anyway, if you go to the old neighborhoods I came from that I used to live, it looks bad. It looked like it was a riot came through there. Just like it's going on in Memphis and other places like that. Same thing. And you wonder why black communities and stuff like that can't thrive. Remember, there's a lot of churches in West Memphis, too. There's more churches in West Memphis than you ever think, especially in the black side of town. Now, you probably say, Cleveland, what do you mean black side of town? West Memphis, Arkansas is so segregated. They got a black side and got a white side. Now, you got some white and black people are living among each other in different places in West Memphis, but not exclusively. It's not a, a mixed ethnic group in these places. No, 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 no. It's segregated. Very segregated. And when you tell people these things, they don't want to hear that truth. Clearly lying. Nope. I, I, can, I can prove everything I said plus more. And a lot of people will not want to hear that either. <laughs> no, you don't want to hear that. Oh, because it's, it's too much like right. And it is. And that's why it's so, so, so bad that you have so many people are really get into this whole thing about what's going on in our society. You have people who own black businesses. If you don't believe me, this is what's going on with the rioting. I want to let you listen to this so you will hear this heart of this lay here. This is what's going on right now. Seriously, this is what's going on here. You said 41 Black million people matter. lost their job in, in, in 10 weeks. It's estimated that 40 50 percent will not come back to those jobs, bro. You said Black Lives Matter. Why don't you choke me? I'm black. Tell them, Look what you did to my store. goes on and this is why you no know, um 
it's really, 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 really started to become more problematic. Now, this is a a a a a, a grandmother who built this thing to try to help the black community. Remember, they always say in black churches that you know it's not enough black businesses in the community. We need to help one another. Everything else. Oh, you ain't hear nothing yet. Now, I want you to even go a little bit further. This is how stupid this stuff is. Now, we're going to get into the biblical stuff here because I want to give you some prayer. Remember, I gave you a timeline. This is the timeline we're in right now of all of this mess here. You don't believe me? Listen to this girl's heartbeat because I'm going to tell you. to yourself talking about this was about black lives. Just pulled a gun out on me because I'm out here trying to clean up. To clean up what's mine. When the police came here, they didn't pull out no gun on me. But my brother did. Just pulled out a gun on us. Because we're trying to stop people from coming in the parking lot. We're trying to stop people from coming in the parking lot and creating more guns. And this man just pulled a gun out on me. I feel hopeless and there's nothing that I can do. I'm picking up garbage and here goes some old black folks throwing some on the ground. That it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. Atlanta is not perfect, but we're a lot better than we ever were and we're a lot better than cities are. I'm mad as hell. There are people down here who are encouraging 14-year-old kids. These babies are 14 years old, man, and they're encouraging them to throw bottles at these cops. And these grown people are encouraging our babies to fight. This is not their fight. And I will give a how mad or angry you are with what is happening with the police. But these 15-year-old kids have nothing to do with this, man. And while y'all talking, the grocery store is black-owned. The grocery store is black-owned. But we think so little of ourselves, and we don't think we have any power. We don't think we have any authority. So we really don't believe that this is black-owned. But the black-owned manager and the, and the black manager was out here today begging us to leave. Thank God. Thank you for not shooting me, black man. Talking about, I got a bankroll. What you gonna spend your bankroll on, honey? Ain't shit to spend your money on. I doubt y'all uh, y'all half as upset as I am. So if I'm not over here wilding out, if I'm not over here blowing up stuff, if I'm not over here messing up my community, then what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Y'all doing nothing because that's not going to bring my brother back at all. We've been here all night cleaning up. All night cleaning. And you got black people now, standing right here with us. Black tell people. me that's right. black lives matter. Exactly. You lied. You wanted to loot the store. You needed money. Get a job like I do. Stop stealing. This is the neighborhood. We trying to build it up. And you tan it down. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Now I'm just I'm just a messenger. These people are mad. These are the people and, and remember th these are the young people doing this stuff. Now, 
here's other black folks who are really conditioning them. You know, I really love your people if you're doing these things. Really. Really. Let me tell you something here that's really made me know that kind of upsets me a little bit. And I really are very, very, very blunt with this because I, I got to. I think it's really kind of disservice to say you are a Christian. You are acting upon yourself in emotionalism. Yes, this that's one of the main reasons why when people was texting me, messaging me on Facebook, all kinds of stuff was coming in through my inbox about this matter was going on with this guy. They want me to make a statement. Well, I, I'm, I'm doing it now. The statement is, I'm not going to, to appease you. I'm not going to appease you just because you want someone to make you feel good. Because I did, I told him, this is my statement. I said, I will give my response tomorrow, which it took me a few days to get there because I was trying, I prayed to God. I said, Father, tell me what's really going on here. And he showed it to me. But you're not going to hear that because you're so hyper-focused on what your hatred is. And when you are in that hatred mode, you want to do everything that really doesn't make sense to the average person. It doesn't. How about this? If you were really thinking about black lives, really matter, how come there are a lot of the killing is not in the street. It is in the street, but it is mainly they tell us what that person not arm everything else. How about these black babies? How about that? How about Planned Parenthood in the major cities in the urban core stake their own facilities there to kill uh, off babies? It's a lot of people on there is going against people talk about well why you keep talking about that for? Why not? If you want to talk about this 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 injustice, that's an injustice to God. See, nobody don't want to talk about these things because it brings the mirror right back to you. It make you look and reflect on your heart is at. And a lot of people don't want to hear that because your heart is being tested and you don't like to be tested. That's why if you look at what's going on in, in communities today, do you really, really, truly believe that blacks will make it in a way in how if they are close to people like that? That's why I like to leave. You know, it's really fun because when my wife and I and my son went to at Applebee's in Memphis, Tennessee on Union Avenue, I'm saying that the the place at and people know from Memphis what I'm talking about Union Avenue this place was thriving with all different ethnic groups now <laughs> no boy I went in there and I was about to want to run out of there is we don't even fit even though my family is totally black we don't even fit in there because you saw everything that's not really represent Applebee's per se. But we don't even fit in there. My wife, my son, and I. We don't. 
Why? Because we don't act hood. I'm, you know, it's really fine. People talk about that, you know, you got to know the hood and everything else. I'm not good for the hood. Wait a minute. I am not hood. I am not going to be hood. Now, some people want to portray that. By all means necessary, go right here. However, not me, not my house. Because like I said, we're going to serve the Lord. But we're not going to be hood. People want to be hood so bad. Why? Because they feel like they obligate to be hood. But see, that goes to show how stupid this stuff is. Like this pro-black stuff. What is that all about? Pro-what? How come you got that pro-God, pro-Jesus, pro-Christian, pro-Holy Spirit? How about those things? pro God's word, the Bible, pro-Bible. If you get to the realm of Jesus Christ, black, white, anything, doesn't matter. We need his glory after that. Hmm. No, it's really, really sad to see that. Now, I'm going to really get people mad in a minute here. Um, and a lot of people will be angry. Who cares? You're already mad enough with me anyway. And you want, you want to get mad? By all means, get mad. I want you to be mad. I want you to be mad as heck. I want you to be so angry that you want to really... Get bent out of shape about it. Now, I'm going to show. You, I want. I want to give you something that you need to really listen to. Now, you probably don't like it, but it is the truth. And here he is. Now, I want you to really think about this really, 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 really hard here about it. What did Jesus say about this racism? What did Jesus say about it? Okay. What did Jesus say about racism? Okay. A lot of people don't want to hear this. But let God be God on that. Okay. Because it needs to be said here. Some people need to hear about this. Are you Talking about this is Wretched Radio. Needless to say, there is much going on in our world that urges us to have conversations about what in the world is going on. The question that I believe a Christian should ask and answer is, what are we talking about? Turn on Fox, turn on your local news, the CNN, whatever your preference is, and you will hear pundits that are pontificating on all kinds of issues. And Christians, while we certainly can have thoughts and opinions on all of those things, we bring a unique perspective to all social and political issues. If only we would remember that. Let me take you back in time, give or take, 2,000 years. 
Were there social issues going on in the nation of Israel? Were there political skirmishes? Were there tensions among people? And the answer to those questions is, oh, most certainly there were. You had different sects of Jews. You had zealots. You had Pharisees. You had Sadducees. You had people that had a different take on how a Jew was to live in the first century. What is our attitude toward Rome? The zealots, they believed it's time to kick out the bums. Jesus said, pay your taxes. There were definitely different takes on culture and society. Were there any trade issues? Were there economic issues? Were there financial issues? And the answer to that question is yes, 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 and yes. And so that raises a question. What did Jesus talk about? And can we take his lead in the 21st century to carefully consider how it is that you and I engage in the issues that are raging right now in our culture? Can you and I follow his lead and perhaps bring his message to a situation that is currently painful, it is ugly, it is riddled with violence, animosity? Will we talk like a talking head on a TV show, or will we take the lead of Jesus Christ and talk about the one thing that can help all of these problems. To make my case, permit me to simply share with you what was going on at the time of Jesus Christ. There are some historical records that tell us what the issues of the day were. These, these are ones I'm almost certain you have never, ever heard about. And Jesus could have spoken up on these, but you'll never read it in the Gospels. From history, Galilee was an important trading route for international use because of its location. The Galileans themselves would have traded their products to big cities around the east, eastern part of the empire. This view was based on lively counteractions between Galilean cities and villages. For example, it was argued Galilean villagers used to sell their products at the markets in Sepphoris and Tiberias. Concluding from some remains of coinage, the Galileans were supposed to have even remarkable trading with olive oil to Syria, especially to its big trading city, Tyrus. Jesus was aware of that. The Galilean was aware of the trade routes that were in place at the time. The rates, perhaps, of olive oil. What a wage was on the dock. Did he comment on those things? Well, perhaps he talked about them in private company, but that was not what he brought to the conversation of the day, at least recorded for us, because he was about a higher business, a bigger message. He was about what? Bringing the gospel to lost sinners. And he didn't enter the fray on these issues. Let me share some more history. Herod Antipas, needing to expand his revenues in order to fund his ambitious city building, developed fishing into an industry. Working through brokers as intermediaries, the king supplied the equipment, especially the costly large 26-foot boats that required a crew of five or six. 
Collaborative crews evidently contracted to deliver a certain percentage of amount of their catch to the processing depots in return for keeping the rest, like sharecroppers. Antipas wanted to honor the emperor by building two Roman cities in Galilee. These cities that were under the construction process when Jesus was a young man were Sipporah and Tiberias, which became the only cities in Galilee with all the pagan buildings like temples and theaters. Sipporah was rebuilt after the deconstruction by the Romans, now in a more Roman style as a new capital of Galilee. Did you hear Jesus commenting on these issues? He did not. Did he have an opinion? Oh, I'm certain that he did. Did he perhaps discuss these among friends? Sure, I'll bet a dinner conversation it came up. But when he was speaking publicly, we do not have record of Jesus Christ entering into the fray. Does that mean that he had nothing to say that was contemporary? Absolutely not. He did. But his message was uniquely Christian, repent, believe the gospel. Consider Luke 13. You have got yourself a scandal that broke. A tower falls. Maybe there was shoddy construction. Maybe they didn't have the correct fences in place. Maybe it was because they hired bad bricklayers for a cheaper rate. And what was his response when that tower collapsed? Repent or you'll perish. No commentary, no criticisms. Repent or you will perish. What about those Jews who were murdered at the altar by Pontius Pilate? Did Jesus Christ comment on Pontius Pilate? No, not that we have record of. Did he make any sort of commentary about the history of the relationship between the, the Jews and the Gentiles? Nope, don't see it. What did he say? Repent or you likewise will perish. Over and over and over again, on a daily basis, issues were swirling in Israel. And the record that we have of Jesus Christ and his words and his thoughts were all on a different level. Are the issues of our day important? Of course they are. It's imbalanced for us to have the mindset, no, we just think about heaven. No, we don't just think about heaven. We think about it more. But what happens on this planet, it is real. It is important. And it affects real people. And so we care. This does not mean that we have no interest in these things. We do. And it doesn't mean that we can't talk about these things. We most certainly can. But if we're going to take the lead of Jesus Christ, we want to make sure that our message is the message that can actually do something about the problem. Do we not have problems? Do we not see hatred? Do we not see attitudes that are wicked? Of course we certainly are. And there is no doubt about it that your home, like mine, has been consumed with these conversations. And as I just step back to ponder, so what is it that we should be talking about with the world? Do we jump into all of these individual issues? I want to be clear. Yes, we can talk about these things. Of course we can. But if we fail to bring the message of Jesus Christ to these situations, I think we failed and I think, quite honestly, most likely, whatever your position is on the current issues that we are watching on our news, 
I almost think we hurt more than we help. Has anybody yet said something that has caused you to go, I've changed my mind about everything. I'm going to stop my behavior. I've had this all wrong. Have you heard any have you heard anything really? Do we really believe that a piece of legislation is going to fix the current problems? Do we believe that some sort of article being read in the most prominent of publications is somehow going to bring our country together? Do we really think that a scold or a chide is going to get people to have a better attitude toward one another? Do we really think that what you and I have to say on any one of the myriad of issues that are involved in this complex, nasty ball of twine that we call racial relations is suddenly going to get unwound and made better and people are going to heal and love one another because of something trite or a meme or something that is presented on a Hallmark movie? Or is it possible that you and I are the ones, the only ones that actually have the unique message that could bring about healing and change and love? Maybe, just maybe, it is time to take the lead of Jesus Christ on these social issues and ask ourselves the question, what am I talking about? This you know, that's really amazing how Todd said that because, you know, what do Jesus have to say? Well, let me put this in another way. I hope this is makes sense here for you guys. But um, I'm going to read this here. You know, David by Joe Osteen is going out there walking with Black Lives Matter Antifa. Now, you're thinking, why would a a predominant pastor is walking with these uh, with people who are causing issues? Well, here's the main reason why. It's because they are the ones that he need to find his building. That's basically what is going on here. Because, I mean, think about it. Even though you did have some peaceful protests you you did not have real things that goes along with it because I'm going to tell you something here I'm going to go here and I'm going to bring you another pastor I'm bringing in a real pastor um, this one now, I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm going to bring him in on this one because I used to be a member of his church when I was in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, this here, I mean, it's really profound. I mean, what he said, everything else makes a whole lot of sense. Now, it's 16 minutes here, but I want you guys to listen to it. Reason for that is because... This is true. And you, you, I'm going to be honest with you. You guys understand that I am talking about this stupidity that's going on here. 
you got Joel Osteen want to get more members to come to his church because he wants to get funded. And it's, it's, it, I read that here. He said that the main reason why I'm here is to be in in um in uh in with the people who are suffering during this whole time. Joel Osteen don't care about you. He didn't care about me. He don't care about no one but himself. If you really look at it, he is walking among his own constituents. He is a motivation speaker. He doesn't care about no one else but himself. But I got another pastor here that doesn't required all of these things here. But he is bringing in some bare bone reality. Um, I now I'm gonna play this clip and I'm gonna tell you the pastor name if else, Dr. Victor Clay from Dynamic Live Baptist Ministries in Kansas City, Kansas, where the, a lot of the places are getting rioting. Now he's going to tell it like it is, and I want people to listen. What does God calls for us to do. Now, it's a lot that needs to be said, and he's gonna say it. I'm gonna let you know that he we in another things we talk about calling um, carnal uh weaponry versus spiritual weaponry, he's referring to Second Corinthians chapter ten verses one through six. But I want you guys to hear him on this matter because this is a matter that needs to be said. He said it so perfectly, I can't say it. You know, I, I respect him enough to really, truly be engaged into the lot of things that he said. And, um, man, this is perfect. So I, I wanted to let you listen to him on this matter here. Hey, once again, welcome. Uh, we're doing another little spin here, if you will. And, um, I've been asked questions about protesting and rioting and all these other things and uh, simplistic to say that's not the weaponry that we as Christians are called to use. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5 comes to mind uh, that we are, uh, we don't fight a, a, a spiritual battle with carnal weaponry. And what you see being lived out is carnal, it's fleshly, people acting fleshly, people acting based on their, their animalistic desires, their, their wants, their, 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 their um, dreams, goals, ambitions, their, what they feel they deserve, rights, privileges, all those things. How should we respond to that, I guess, is the question people want to know. How should we as Christians communicate and address the wrongness, the injustice, the, the unfairness, the violation of our humanity, if you will, in a way that is Christian. Well, we live in a country. Now, everybody doesn't live in our country. And you have to remember the Bible is not just written for Americans. It's written for Christians dispersed everywhere. But in America, and I'll just address America right now, we have the privilege of having a certain kind of democratic government or republic, depending on who you talk to, where we have access to various legal um, avenues to address these issues. We have police officers who have a responsibility 
to, to serve and protect. We have governors that are supposed to provide laws that punish those who do wrong, Romans 13 and Titus chapter 3 and 1 Peter chapter 2 and protect those who do right. And that's God's ideal for government. But we all know that God's ideal is always not manifested among men. You got to be honest about that. God has clearly said what the role of government is in the Bible. Old Testament, New Testament. He illustrated what it looks like when God rules when he, when he had the nation of Israel and the laws that they made to govern morality and to govern uh, behavior and, and, and immorality and injustice and oppression. But America is not Israel. Israel was God's chosen nation. He elected Israel when he didn't elect other nations. And we think that God somehow has elected America to be equal to Israel, which is not further from the truth. According to my understanding of scripture, according to my study of scripture, God elected Israel as a chosen nation. First Peter chapter two says Christ has elected the church and made it a nation. I don't see any other country or nation that God elects to be his people. And so we in America have certain privileges and certain uh, a constitution that gives us certain rights and we should live according to those constitutions as best as possible. But the Bible always trumps the constitution. The constitution is temporary. God's word is eternal and it is sufficient for everything. Now there are some who say that the Constitution gives us the right to protest, and that's fine. And peaceful demonstrations, such as the Civil Rights Movement. And I'm not going to argue that, and I'm not going to debate that. But what I will say is that our job, our responsibility as Christians, is to bring the character and the mindset of heaven out of heaven into the earthly realm. Colossians chapter 3 is very clear to set our minds where in heavenly places and not just be earthly. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says we are not to be conformed to this world, this world system, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. When it comes to protesting, marching, sit-downs, whatever, that's going to be between you and God. But there is no way on God's green earth that you can tell me that God is sending Christians out to loot stores, to burn buildings, to destroy businesses of innocent people who have done nothing to you just so you can voice your discontent with the government, with the police, God's not doing that. I think a better alternative based on scripture to all this protesting is that we as Christians demonstrate the love, the mercy, the grace, the character of Christ to a lost and dying world. Come close. May I ask you, dear Mr. and Mrs. Christian, May I ask you, dear Mr. and Mrs. Church member, may I ask you, Pastor, 
How well do you think we're doing these things in the church? Showing love, grace, mercy, holding one another accountable for sin. The Bible's clear. Judgment begins in the household of God. Shouldn't we be really trying to get our act together? Because you're never going to get the world together. When you read Revelation, God is not trying to fix the world. Listen to me. The sovereign God of the universe, the providential God of the universe, the best he can come up with in the end is to burn it up and start all over again. Because it's contaminated. We see that in Genesis chapter 6, do we not? When the world and, and the wickedness of men's heart was evil and only evil, God brought a flood and wiped everything out. There is no holy, righteous, just culture except for the church, the people of God. We need to be praying. I said that in my earlier. The Bible is very clear what the church's role is in the culture, in the world. We're to reflect the mind of Christ. And sometimes reflecting the mind of Christ causes suffering on your behalf. Listen to a radio program yesterday and they were talking about how with the coronavirus situation, uh, the positive, and we don't always look at the positive, we just like to look at the negative, the positive that more people have heard the gospel because we've been online than when we were gathering in the buildings. That thousands have been exposed to the word of God who never heard the word of God because they would never grace the door of a church or the building of a church. But through our having to not gather We've gone to the social media, we've gone to the Facebook and the live streaming, and people have tuned in and have heard the word of God who have never heard the word of God if we had just been in our buildings. Maybe God brought good out of a mess. See, his ways are not our ways. And sometimes we just want God to do what we want the way we want it done, when we want it done. But that's the deifying of man and the humanizing of God, which is always a sin. Brothers and sisters, we as Christians should not be out there rioting. And the media and the people watching on TV don't know who the Christians are and who the Christians aren't. So we should not be given any appearance of evil. They can't discern, well, that was a Christian who broke in that building. That was a Christian who set that on fire. No, that was a non-Christian. They just see people. Can we go back to good old-fashioned praying? Like 1 Timothy Chapter 2 says, men lifting up holy hands, praying for our governmental leaders, for our decision makers, for our lawmakers, so that we can lead a quiet and peaceful life in the culture. Can we go back to old, good old-fashioned fasting to show God we're serious about him moving on our behalf? Can we go back to good old-fashioned unity among the brethren and sisters, across racial lines, across ethnic lines, across cultural lines, 
Can we go back to good old fashioned unity? That John 17 says that Jesus died to make a reality in the church. Can we go back to good old fashioned John 13, 34, 35? They will know you are my disciples, my followers, my learners, by your love for one another. Can we start with the household of God before we try to fix the culture? That's the way I'm going to protest. I'm going to make my protest and petition before a holy God can do something about it. I'm going to challenge our church and everybody that I'm in contact with, everybody that I'm a part of, to make our protest to God. To fill the heavens with our petitions and prayers and supplications. Because I know a sovereign God can do what is right every time. I don't know that about myself and I don't know that about men. But I know that about God. Can we cry out? Can we turn off the TV, the radio, the social media and cry out to God? Can we march on the throne room of heaven in the heavenly places and make our petition and protest to God? Can we come together at the same time, whether gathered or separately, marching on the throne room of God, speaking to our God and crying out to our God? Can I love my fellow brother and sister? in a way that people will know that I'm a disciple, a follower, a learner of Jesus Christ. Can I love my enemies? Can I love those who despitefully misuse me? Might God love me when I was despitefully misusing him in my sin? This is the church. Yes, yes, yes. Please don't mishear me. We need to take advantage of the due process of law. The police officer who sat on that dear man's neck needs to be held accountable. The police officers who stood by and watched and didn't do anything need to be held accountable. Yes, I could be angry about that. As God is angry about that, but I cannot sin. How about praying for that man's salvation? Hmm. If the truth be known, if that man who did that, or that father and son who shot the jogger, or the police officer who broke into the wrong apartment and shot the innocent woman, if God saved him today, some of y'all would be upset. Mm. You have the wrong viewpoint. You have the wrong attitude. If God saved them today, we should rejoice. That doesn't mean they still don't go to jail. That doesn't mean they don't still face whatever the punishment is. But am I so angry and so bitter that I want them punished so much that I couldn't rejoice if God saved them? You got a problem. And if I felt that way, I got a problem. 
We, the church, need to get our focus right. You can only get your focus right in the Word of God. Now, some of you will say, you ain't black enough. Every time I look in the mirror, I see black. Some of you will say, you ain't white enough. Right? You ain't this enough. You ain't Democratic enough. You ain't Republican enough. None of those things mean anything to God. Mm. Are you Christ enough? Are you Christ enough? God is trying, and the ultimate goal is to conform each of us into the image of his son. First Peter chapter 2 clearly says that we are, he has left us an example to follow as a pattern. And we are to walk in his footsteps. Jesus spoke out against injustice. Jesus spoke out against immorality. Jesus spoke out against false religion most often and most of all. Why? Because false religion condemned people to an eternity in hell that they could never recover from. And that's what was most important to Jesus. And if that's important to the head of the church, it has to be important to the body that makes up the church. Let's protest before God. Let's protest before the throne room of Christ. Let's march into heaven as the army of God, the people of God, and ask our Heavenly Father to do something about what's going on in our culture. But may we start with ourselves. May we start with our homes. May we start with our families. And may we start with our churches. And may God let that overflow into the culture. God bless you. Thank you. You know, I can't say it better than anything. Wow. You know, that to me brings to my final point here and we're going to talk more about this i'm gonna get him on the on broad this broadcast here because this is where we really comes to the truth about all this about the facts remains that we have a culture that literally don't have god in it i mean we don't so why we try to predicate to say we do and that right there brings to the question of who you are in God more than what you are in the culture. So for all says done, I'm going to close this out with the facts here. Next week, we're going to dig a little bit deeper. Hopefully, I will get Dr. Victor Clay on the broadcast on this because he profoundly put it into this is this here to me is more biblical than anything I heard from all these people who claim to be of God. This is my point here. And I think personally, wholeheartedly, people who don't understand what God is saying through all this mess. Now, I, I respect the world not to do, to get it because the world don't understand nothing. 
when you have people who claim to be of Christ acting like them. We need to have true bona fide Christians really coming to the reality on what God's saying more than their opinions and their emotions. Now, you could take that to the bank if you want to. But that is the biblical foundation of our Heavenly Father. So, that's all of me for this week. Come back next week as we go and dig deeper into the stupidity of the hidden. I mean, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be something that a lot of people in the body of Christ don't want to hear. But God has to bring this out for people to hear. Be blessed the Lord. I will definitely see you guys next week. Portions of our broadcast day made possible by internet media providers, makers of Crosslink. With Crosslink, you can view any Christian television station in the world using Crosslink. For more information, look for the link to internet media providers on this website or app, or visit us directly at www. Dot internet media providers dot com. Thank you for listening to the Biblical Editorial Review. We hope this broadcast has challenged you to see this world from God's perspective. Tune in next time for another Biblical Editorial Review. The Biblical Editorial Review with Cleveland Rhodes is copyrighted by the Resilient Christian Radio Network.